This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout-out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. So for now, hey, our fearless friends, here's Lisa Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, we are joined by yet another phenomenal guest. So who is my guest of today? Well, what I can tell you is Jennifer Watson, MPT, IMTC, owner of Jennifer Watson Leadership, is a dynamic speaker and coach with a gift for intuitive and visionary coaching. She is an expert in wellness and leadership development, identity and mental edge enhancement, post-trauma growth, movement and change, adaptation, soul-aligned living mastery. Incorporating her expertise along with her athletic gifts as a former collegiate athlete and All-American, she is ecstatic to share a message of strength, courage, and hope against mountaintops that may seem untainable. With 20 years' experience in business and leadership, management, and health and wellness advocacy, she inspires those to unleash their potential and performance in all areas of their life. Her company, Jennifer Watson Leadership, elevates high-performing conscious business leaders to get rid of permanently their spiritual blocks keeping them stuck, true wellness, redefine and fan their unique gifts as leaders, true identity, and reclaim their true value and purpose, true legacy. Her gift is truly to tap into the leader's zone of genius in wellness and leadership and create their extraordinary life. In addition, Jennifer is the owner of Watson Wellness. She received her undergraduate degree in kinesiology and a Master of Physical Therapy from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. During her time at Wisconsin, Jennifer was also a member of the University of Wisconsin-Madison track and field team in which she received All-American honors. As she began her work, her interest began to grow outside the athletic arena. She has completed over 800 hours of continuing education courses in manual therapy, functional orthopedics, and postural restoration. Her bread and butter is in unique and profound body work, integrative manual therapy with certification from the Connecticut School of Integrative Manual Therapy. Her areas of focus and profound body work, integral manual therapy with certification from the Connecticut School of Integrative Manual Therapy. Her areas of focus and expertise include acute and chronic pain, 
gut health, brain health, mental health, autoimmune, spine and pelvic rehabilitation, and a special interest in men and women's health. Jennifer Watson Leadership plus Watson Wellness has given rise to Jennifer's great passion of supporting people in their journey to live their epic health, their epic leadership, and their epic legacy that they were destined for. Jennifer's special interests and hobbies include hiking, running, competitive racing, yoga, stand-up paddle, and anything to do with the beach or mountains. She also enjoys reading, hanging with family and friends, and takes special joy in hanging with her nephews. Jennifer has a passion for organizations that support mental wellness as well as active and retired military. What a mouthful. You are so accomplished. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald, my friend. How are you, Jennifer? Oh, I am doing wonderful today, Lisa. And thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your show and just give beautiful, hopeful information that your listeners can really identify with and grow with. Well, you're doing spectacular things in the space. And I just want to say your repertoire is highly impressive. And I thoroughly enjoyed the synergy that was emitted both our ways when we had the opportunity to initially connect. And I thought this woman has got to come on living fearlessly. She's got to connect with the listeners and the podcast subscribers because what you're doing, Jennifer, it it truly is life transforming. And I want to delve deep in with you uh, and give you the opportunity to share with everybody. First of all, the inception of your journey. How did you come to know that this was your purpose in life? You know, that is such a great question, Lisa, and I think we end up going down the paths where we're healing ourselves and transforming and ascending to a new level. And, you know, I always I always had a desire and passion for health. I was a high-level athlete at a very young age and definitely had my share of physical injuries, but where I struggled actually in health and wellness was really the mental component. From a pretty young age, I struggled with pr- fairly debilitating depression. And at the time, there was definitely a stigma behind it too, so it took me a while through my journey to find avenues to access that area of wellness. And what I found, it not only created me to become a more mental giant in all areas of my life, but it helped in overall wellness with my physical issues. It helped me as a leader, as I started transcending into businesses I was starting, such as my first physical therapy practice, it transcended into my relationships with people and my ability to be authentic and a true leader. So my journey started as a, you know, a high level athlete, but really it's taking me toward a new look at what true wellness is, a new look at what leadership is and how everybody can live their greatest impact and how it's even changing this year, Lisa. I know you and I both know that and how I've even up-leveled my game on really connecting people with their wellness and leadership and how it even looks different this year. But really, truly, my, my, my impact to people was really my humble journey in creating overall wellness for myself in particular mental wellness. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, let me ask you this. I want to go back to something you said that I thought was really pivotal. And I think it's worth spending a little bit more time talking about. So in terms of the stigma of depression, from your perspective and being immersed in the industry in which you are, are you noticing that there's been a profound shift in terms of acceptance, people embracing it, people being more supportive, or do you still think that we have a long way to go, or maybe it's a combination of the two? 
You know, I do believe it's a combination of the two, Lisa. I do believe in the last 10 years, especially just because like you said, I'm very immersed in the mental wellness community. We have catapulted in not only giving access to people with different modalities that are out there to help support mental wellness, no matter what journey you're on, whether it be severe mental illness to a person that just wants to up your performance and creating a mental edge in your business. There is so much more information that's accessible to people out there. Number one, number two, yes. The stigma has changed quite a bit across at least our country in the United States and for that matter across the world on what mental wellness is and how much it does affect overall wellness. Do we still have those stigmas? Yes, we see them still all the time. I mean, I literally just did an interview with someone that literally came out on their athletic team and there was some shaming going on, but then they transcended once they had communication about mental wellness and how it affects overall performance, they then transcended. So I will say this. Yes, there is a lot more accessibility to supporting mental wellness and overall true wellness, but there's a stigma that's still there. And this year, I've loved, Lisa, because the stigma has been elevated a little bit more, but broken through because as you know, probably this number of suicide rates, the number of people with depression and anxiety has skyrocketed this year, yes. not only in the United States, but across the world. So, you know, even though we have a little ways to go, things like this, and you know this just as well as I do, when there is acute trauma in it breaks open our ability to, to talk about stigmas like this and platforms and mental wellness is definitely one of them. So I think it is both. I think we have a little ways to go, but I think we're much further along than we ever were even 10 years ago. And this year has allowed people to come forth because everyone is struggling with it and they're truly getting to have overall wellness. They need mental wellness, mental stability, emotional stability that we truly can transcend to in this world, even now in 2020. And well, I wholeheartedly subscribe to everything that you said. And, and of course, everybody's struggling in their own way. Everyone's afflicted in their own way with how we feel immobilized by fear, whether it be what we see on the news, whether we see that we're in a second wave, whether we see, you know, or firsthand experience of people having passed on. Um, so mindset and mental health is more pivotal, I think, and profound a subject matter that should be in the discussions of all family members and all businesses and, and every circle uh, that's available to people in which to have those conversations. Because you can't presume just because on the surface somebody might look okay based on their social media presence or right. their reputation or their repertoire uh, that they are in fact doing okay, right? Uh, never make uh, that, may, never ever make that presumption. Um, but the one thing I want to talk about too, especially and as a former athlete myself, when we talk about mindset and when we talk about leadership in the domain of business, especially in being an entrepreneur, how does somebody who either struggles with depression, even if they've got a good handle on it, um, if they don't have a good infrastructure of support, let's say, um, you know, and that usually being dual diagnosis or coupled mm -hmm. with other things, whether it be anxiety, whether it be a plethora of other things. So for athletes, you know, when you're, when you're talking about always having to up your game and you have to be in the zone and you have to go out full throttle, do you, did, was it your experience, Jennifer, to some degree so that you could be in the zone and, and always be operating at your best as an athlete? Did you compartmentalize some of the things that you felt in other aspects of life where you weren't necessarily performing? Um, were you on in the compartmentalization stage or did you just embrace it and make it work for you regardless? 
You know, I think that is such a beautiful question. And I love what you said before, Lisa, that, you know, any struggle in mental wellness goes across all cultures, all age groups, whether they look good, quote, on social media or not, and going to that athlete. You know, I come from that background and often high-level athletes on the outside can look like they have quoted all together. But what you said is very true is um, athletes have this very interesting, and I work with a lot of former athletes, high performers. They have this ability to compartmentalize, as you said, and adapt, whether it be a physical issue and they have severe trauma and somehow they can do high performance or mental trauma, mental struggles. They somehow can compartmentalize for a moment. And I will say that very clearly. Any of my high performers out there, past athletes, you know it works for a while. That's why you keep doing it, is you do have ability to compartmentalize. But what you realize, the tools that you need to actually create overall mental health, mental edge, and actually to take you to the next level as an athlete, as a leader into any area of your life past athlete, athletics you really have to have other tools. Compartmentalization really only lasts so long. It's like someone trying to recover their own physical injury without getting the proper tools in there. Your body finally breaks down. And finally, your mental health finally breaks down. And that's where I got on my life is that I couldn't put up the front anymore, Lisa. And I want all your listeners to get that, that it's okay that many leaders still struggle with mental wellness issues. I mean, gosh, Abraham Lincoln suffered with severe depression. Lisa, you you know, there's a lot of leaders that we respect that once they came forward with the vulnerability of, listen, hey, I can do this A, B, C, and D. I'm very successful, but I really struggle here. It's amazing how they finally can start getting the tools to create true mental wellness. And guess what? Get their team, get other people out there like, oh my gosh, they struggle. So do I. And thus begins the true healing. So yes, Athletes can really compartmentalize. So can a lot of my high performers that weren't even athletes. And they think they can get it together for a period of time. But finally, that starts breaking down. And you need better tools, more effective tools to really create the mental edge, the healthy mental edge to go through all these different things you want to go through in life, physical issues, work issues, leadership issues. And once you get that, I can't tell you, Lisa, my greatest, greatest achievement was healing my brain, getting what true mental edge means, breaking free from the compartmentalization you're talking about, utilizing modalities to create my mental edge in all areas of my life, not just wellness, but in leading my team, leading the legacy I want to live and lead, helping others lead theirs. Fantastic. Well, and let's, you know, I, I also want to give you kudos too, Jennifer, because I mean, the candor in which you bring about this subject matter to the listening audience. I want to say that to me is, is the attractor factor because when you can in your level of expertise, still put the face of the reality of what you still have struggled with, um, but have not succumbed to. And you talk about the ways in which you can get people, including yourself from firsthand experience outside of the abyss. And yet you can still operate as a very successful, functional, sustainable individual, and you can be a contributor to society. And I think when people, when people see to what degree you're willing to be raw and vulnerable and put the face to it, and yet they can still see that you're dynamic and you're vibrant and you know, you're know you here using your gifts, your talents and your skills in which to pay it forward and to be of service and to help other people by giving them a leg up. 
I think that's why you're as successful as what you are, because people go, okay, there's nothing wishy-washy about this person. This isn't about facade. This isn't about pretense. This isn't about uh, image. It's not about imposter syndrome. It's not about any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to say, I love leaders such as yourself who they can acknowledge their own fragility in conjunction with their own success. That's empowerment. Oh, it totally is empowerment. And I'm telling you, some of the people that I've worked with that are these high achieving rock stars that once they open up, like you said, the vulnerability of I, I struggle in a in an area of mental wellness. It is amazing how I see this huge correlation with some of the most amazing people that just know how to dig deep that deep, that are just these amazing leaders in that they struggle and that they've taken a sword, Lisa, and whacked through a jungle saying, dang it, I'm going to create my mental edge. I, I'm going to come forward in vulnerability and say, this is where I struggle. And they are some of the greatest leaders, the greatest people that I've had an honor to connect with when I've seen the struggle they've had in mental wellness. Mental wellness is no joke. You know, when I look at my own physical issues I've had at, you know, with injuries as an athlete versus the mental wellness, it took a lot more of guts and grit in, in resourcefulness and vulnerability to whack through that jungle. But once I did, and I started connecting with other leaders that did, there created this momentum that there's some of the most epic people in the world of just grittiness and authenticity. And I too, like you really value and respect those that come forward in any area of, of struggle that they have in life, but definitely mental wellness, because it's definitely one of these areas that is kind of this unknown to a lot of people, even though it shouldn't be, there's so much help out there. But when you step into that, it is amazing, Lisa, what I've seen, like you said, in my own life, leaders life, just create momentum for themselves and their team and their family. We're all dealing with it this year, Lisa. And if we haven't become aware yet, Yet, we become aware this year, acutely aware how much wellness and in particular mental wellness plays a part in all areas of our life. And this is where we can transcend to the next level. And we do have to look at wellness differently, especially now with 2020. Bingo. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit. Let's dive a little bit deeper with your coaching practice. So, you know, we know that no two individuals, no two human beings are exactly the same, even if they come with the same struggle, the same challenge, the same hardship, or even with the same goal or intention. So what is it, if, if I were right now, I'm a prospective client and I'm calling you and we're having an initial consultation and I'm explaining my laundry list of not only what my uh. challenges are that are perhaps impeding me and keeping me stuck, but I'm also saying in conjunction with that, this is where I want to aspire to go. This is a trajectory of where I see myself going. So what do you, what do you generally open up with, with a person mm -hmm. who's initially calling you? I think that's such a great question. You know, it's really interesting, Lisa. Um, like you said, my expertise as a practitioner, as a wellness advocate, as well as the businesses I've owned, the leadership skills, people are like, how are you combining the two in a program? Like, what does wellness have to do with leadership? And what does leadership have to do with wellness for these high achieving conscious business owners that come to you? I'm like, are you kidding me? And what happened this year is people <laughs> are starting to see it, right? Yeah. And that's where I'm going to go with you on this is wellness affects leadership, and leadership yes. affects wellness. And where we start with a lot of my clients, they come in and a lot of times they are multimillionaires or they're starting to see other things in their business flourish, but they're now starting to have breakdown of self, breakdown of their team, especially this year. We're like, Jennifer, 
I'm implementing all the systems, all the business templates. I'm doing the you rah rah mindset for my my team and myself. And I am stuck in my team's falling apart. I'm falling apart. What's going on? I'm like, because it has nothing to do with your problem. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what are, what are you talking about? Like the problem is the way that you're viewing the problem. And often the problem is coming from your old spiritual, mental, emotional wounds that actually this year have come to the surface and are now being triggered by what's going on in the world. I don't care if you're coming to me with the goal of just, I want to get better in overall wellness. I want to get better in overall leading my team better. I want to get just overall better as just being a better person. Many people that come to me are these higher performers, Lisa, and they're like, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. They're just like this masculine energy of do, do, and they're still stuck in what they're not realizing. The part of wellness, which where we start true wellness, which you initiated with introducing me today, Lisa, is where it starts and the true wellness starts with your crap is coming to the surface, your old emotional wounds, your spiritual wounds, old behaviors and beliefs that are being triggered this year. And until we look at what's being mirrored this year to you and really dig deep into those old beliefs, old patterns, old traumas, you're not going to get anywhere in wellness. You're not going to get anywhere in leadership, but that's where I start when they come to me is we start delving into their belief patterns their behaviors, Lisa, like, oh, that is part of wellness. I'm like, it absolutely is. Remember, wellness is physical, emotional, spiritual, mental. And when we start delving into their old behaviors, beliefs, traumas, the magic starts happening. They start seeing connections. They start seeing the shadows that have been happening this year, the mirroring of what they have left to heal. And when they start healing that, and that's where we start, Lisa, oh my gosh, they're like, holy crap, my relationship with my wife is better. Oh my gosh, my team is now feeling connected again. Because you're getting that you're healing your true inner wounds, your true inner wellness, and it exudes, it radiates to the rest of your team, the rest of your family, the rest of the people in your life. So that's where we start is truly your initial emotional, spiritual, mental integrity. And it starts with dealing with old wounds, old belief patterns that have been triggered, especially this year, Lisa, in 2020. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this, because for your level of expertise, Jennifer, and and the type of caliber uh, and quality of clientele that would be coming through your doors and, and partnering with you, these are I would presume, and correct me if I'm wrong, but at least on the surface, these would appear as very highly self-aware, self-actualized yes. individuals. They have a sense of where they yes. go, they want to go. Um, at what point in the, and I know this would vary uh, from person to person, client to client, but generally speaking, in your level of expertise and for the the longevity of you having done this, when do you start to see these high actualized people, these high performing people. And even when they start to level up and they're, they're getting to the echelon, like you must see a correlation between the more successful they become. You can also see spiritually they're going down or their mental health is going down. So let's talk a little bit about that because I think people have a a misunderstanding or a misconception that people who are really climbing the ranks that their well-being is also intact with that? I think that is such, such, such a great question, Lisa. So many of my high achievers actually use success as a Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. It is like the drug of choice. Okay, I want to say that again. It's your drug of choice. It's like using social media, alcohol, food. It does not matter. That the more they succeed, the more they get away from their truth 
what mm-hmm. they really want, but they don't know where to begin. Again, it goes back to some of those old traumas, old beliefs, old behaviors, but they're like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to throw, keep throwing Hail Marys and get more successful and hope maybe cr- keep my fingers crossed that I'll finally get on the right path. I'll finally be able to do my real thing. I'll finally be seen for my true idea identity. And you're absolutely right. People stay on this hamster wheel of success. And at the end of their life, they look back like, yeah, I have all these successes, but I wasn't in my true alignment, my true identity. I, I never lived my true legacy. And that's devastating, Lisa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Regret is the most devastating thing that the people that come to me do not want to have. And again, it goes back to the true wellness, getting rid of those fears and blocks, but now their true identity. Many of my leaders, believe it or not, Lisa, really are afraid of showing what they really want to do to their team, to their family for fear of rejection. If again, they spent so much of their life kind of hiding behind it in afraid that if they really show it, they may be rejected. They would just want to be known as that successful person. Again, that hamster wheel keeps going, but when they're really willing to step back and go, these are the things I want to do. And Hey, by the way, going back to wellness, I struggle also with these things when they're willing to step in to their true identity. When they're really willing to step into the things they struggle with, that's when they actually start seeing the success and the things they really want. Instead of making it a band-aid, it's something in true alignment of them. But that's where our next step goes. Once we clear the clutter of the blocks, we start really digging down like, who are you? Like, really, what do you want to become? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I work with Again, multimillionaires are like, I've made this amazing practice, but I don't think it's really what I want to do. And I'm like, that's okay. It's not too late. Let's clear out the blocks, the true wellness I talked about. But now let's go back to your true identity. What do you want to be when you grow up, so to speak? And remember, going back to success, many of my high performers or past athletes really connects success to significance. And they're very afraid of letting go of that fear Mm -hmm. of rejection, right? Like what if I choose this new identity, this new path, this new business, this new family, this new, new, whatever, and I get rejected for it. We have to break down that pattern and know if you're really in alignment with who you are, the right people, places, and things, whether it be business goals, wellness goals, starts coming to you, but breaking that pattern so they can be truly themselves is a huge thing. I had that, Lisa, where I was very identified to, I was an All-American, I was a very successful athlete, and I got the pats on the back, and I'm like, okay, success equals love, equals significance. It was very hard for me to let go of that, but when I broke free of that, started creating my mental edge and going, this is actually what I want, give or take, if you guys want to leave me, I got to live my truth, is when I started seeing the domino effect of more money abundance, the people coming to me and my team that were in line with my vision, my mission, all that stuff, so when our leaders are willing to take that leap, like clear out the clutter, mental wellness, create this new version of you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Now let's get who your true identity is. And now as a mentor and coach, I can help them take that step encourage to bring to the world their true self. And they may lose, Lisa, their multi-million dollar business that they didn't really want, but they're going to make a trillion dollar business of the person that they really want to be and bring on the right team. So I really believe you step into that new identity and take that step and courage everything falls into place. And that's where we go next with people from true wellness to true identity. And man, you become rock star, Lisa. Each of us were powerfully created. And when you see your unique gifts, I mean, really see them, you have this aha moment. I've had it. My clients have had it. And it's fun. It's so fun to see people people really live their true impact, their true legacy. Brilliant. 
Okay. Well, let me ask you this. It's a, it's a, it's a, a different variation of the last question I asked you, but yeah. it's a little bit more specific. So for the benefit of the listening audience and for the podcast subscribers and for anybody who based on this conversation is really sitting on the fence with wanting to reach out to you, let me ask you this question then. So because you're highly intuitive and because you wear that, those two hats, that delicate balance, you're the conduit between being very plugged into your client from the mental health perspective, mm-hmm. as well as watching them ascend successfully mm-hmm. in their pursuits and their endeavors. Now, how do you discern or distinguish somebody who on the surface looks like they're really ascending, really ascending, they're hitting all the bullseyes, you know, they're landing all the goals and everything that they have wanted to do in conjunction with you being their coach. But what are the telltale signs that would show that in spite of that, there's still a lag or there's a problem or there's something that still needs to be kind of excised out of them. I think that's another just great question, Lisa. And I always say this, your emotions say everything. Your emotions say everything. Emotions slash feelings. What I mean by that is, you know, I'm a big believer when I, when people go through programs with me, looking at things that trigger you Mm -hmm. and things that empower you. People are like, well, what do you mean by that? People, places, things, what triggers you in a certain, I'll call it quote, negative emotion? What empowers you where it makes you feel more like a positive emotion, a negative emotion. And when I say negative, negative and positive FYI are all good. Negative is just your body's little way of saying, Hey, not quite where I want to be. Help me out here to create homeostasis, create balance, create powerment again. It's just like, by the way, side note, going in to a facility, a PT practice, because you have back pain, your body's giving you signals. So by the way, negative emotions are not negative. It's just your body saying, I'm not in alignment with something that you're choosing to bring into your world. People, places, things, negative emotions can be, yes, anxiety, depression, hypervigilance, people pleasing, um, sleep, you know, sleep intolerances, um, agitation, anger, um, just quick to jump accusation, people. There's so many different negative emotions that happen when you can step back or say, you check yourself before you wreck yourself. When you start seeing patterns, when you're willing to say, man, I'm a real high anxiety person with this. I create anger with this decision. When you start seeing that, do you honestly think that if you're having a negative emotion about a choice you're making, whether it be family, business, health, do you really think that's an empowered state of being for you? Most people say, well, no, it's not. Do you think that's an alignment with what you truly want, whether you're making that connection or not? Because your emotions tell you everything. Well, no, Jennifer, exactly. So what if you did this option and then they think about it, then they write about it, then they say it out loud. They're like, oh my gosh, that feels so expansive. It feels light. It lowers my anxiety. It makes me feel empowered. It makes me want to go out and run a marathon. I'm like, where do you think is your best choice? The thing that makes you empowered? Or the thing that triggers you and makes you feel disempowered. And again, this is all regulated by your emotions. We're driven by our emotions, Elise. And I know you know that. Our Mm -hmm. beliefs and our thoughts drive our emotions, which drive our actions, which drive whatever success we have or not, right? So when we can take our emotions and, and master them, don't, you know, 
And so many people are like shame themselves. High achievers are like, I, I shouldn't be angry. I should always be loving and I should always not have anxiety. And they shame, shame, shame it. I'm like, no, honor that you're having that when you're willing to sit in it and go, why am I angry? Why am I having high anxiety? Why do I feel hypervigilant? Why do I feel jealous? Why all this stuff? And then connect it back to, I don't want that. I want this part. Let's go into an empowered state of being with better emotions. And as coaches and mentors, we help you with that. That's not easy to do when you've been in in a certain pattern for years, but just acknowledging it, you know, Lisa's self-awareness is key and emotions drive everything. So all my high achievers out there, if, if you are doing something that get, creates any type of quote, negative emotion, don't shame it, but think about it, step back and go, is this really going to cr- create this higher state of being my true identity, true legacy, true where I'm supposed to be. And if you're honest with yourself, you know, it's not. Okay, you can't make any good empowered intuitive decisions in that state. Let's try to transcend you in more of a power state of being majority of the time. Acknowledge those negative, figure out where they're coming from, beliefs, behaviors, and then we now got to connect it to a different state, an empowered state. People, places, things that you can draw to you to create the life that you really, really want. Fantastic. Well, the other thing that dawned on me while I was listening to you speak there, Jennifer, is I... I think it even takes an extra level of skill set that you possess and you embody um, to be able to detect things that are going on, you know, picking up on the nonverbals, picking up on the fact that people aren't disclosing or they're not making you voluntarily privy to things. Because I think what would make it even more difficult and coming from the arena of being in sports uh, myself is when people talk about depression, they say the best thing that you can do is get exercise. So when you're talking about high level achievers and they're training all the time and, you know, they're in the gym, they're doing whatever, six days a week, twice a day, whatever the regimen or the grind is, it would almost in my and correct me if I'm wrong, it would be almost in my estimation, even more difficult, more challenging for you to detect when somebody's going downhill, because mm-hmm. what would be masking that is the endorphins and everything that's right. going off in the exercise activity itself. I, I totally agree. You know, I, I do so much without getting too deep with our listeners, but we do a lot with looking at how you're handling I'll just say your your stress, your your negative stress, your your negative emotions, which we just talked about. In many of my high performers, men and women, Lisa, I call it go into more the masculine state, go more into the endorphin state of move, 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 action, 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 you know, high intense exercise, all this. And often, like you said, you know, that's one of my gifts is intuitive and spiritual mastery is helping my leaders know when they need to pull into their feminine side, their calmer side, their meditative side. They're going on a leisurely walk hike side. And that is a very hard habit to break, trust me, as that high performer too. But when you can tap into that more intuitive side of knowing when you need to exercise a certain way, do a different task a certain way, tap into your feminine side versus masculine side, that is what creates true leadership. And I help people with that because a lot of us, especially in this country, in the United States, Lisa, is I see men and women spending too much time in one side. We always go high and right in this country, (laughs) you know, in many areas of our, in many areas, you know, that we could probably get into. We think that the only way we can achieve is do, do, do systems, 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 high achieve, go to the, you know, the gym and do balls to the wall, three hours working out. And I'm going to tell you when I take a deep breath again, remember, check your emotions. What is it doing? Is it just endorphin rush? Do you still feel crappy? 
afterwards, be really, really, really aware of what your actions every day are giving you. And ultimately after the endorphins off, what would happen to me is I still would be feeling bad right? Like I said, it was a mask. It was like an anti-inflammatory. And I started stepping back and going, wait a minute. I have to look at the more supple side, the more luscious side of me, the more feminine side, the more laid back and move side. And again, I go deeper with a lot of people, Lisa, whether they're in fight or flight or freeze or just chronic depression, there's different quote physical activities you can do. And they're not always about the high endorphin intensive activities. And some of my high achievers, sometimes we have to pull you out of the masculine role of do, do, do in your business and pull you more into the feminine creative role, pull in people that help pull that part out of you. So I think it's a very interesting thing that we naturally as, as high performers go for the intensity and everything. But what I teach people is what you just said intuitively say, yep, they're doing this. I can pull in different parts of pulling them into that other side, the right brain, the subconscious side, our luscious side, our intuitive side, our creative side, our compassionate side. Those are where our actually impact happens. Our left side's all about to do. Our higher level consciousness is all about to do. Our high performing and our ego is all about to do. And by the way, ego is a good thing, you know, but it's, it's about, we use it too much. Okay. It's about pulling into these other areas. And the reason why we Lisa, going back to our high performers is we're band-aiding. We don't want people to see our vulnerable side. We, and it is, it's a hard habit to break, but once we are willing to look at our emotions, ultimately after the endorphin high is off and go in our little small dark corner of our bedroom when no one is around and having that heart to heart conversation, by the way, that doesn't feel good. I go back to mental edge warriors have gone through some deep, painful, dark spots to go, this is not what I want. I'm using this as a band aid. I'm using this as an endorphin rush, but my emotions are telling me differently. Am I going to take that leap of courage? And oh my gosh, when they do, Lisa, it's so fun. Their team comes forward in amazing ways tell you how much when I came forward as a quote leader in my own family with I'm struggling in mental health. I mean, I'm an all American. I have this business, but I literally have suicidal ideation. I, I don't feel good. When I started mm -hmm. coming to my team with mental wellness issues, the amount of openness that catapulted them, like I do have these negative emotions, Jennifer, what do I do with that? I started creating leaders in them and now they have their own businesses. All the people that I've worked with to see them transcend because they're getting it. Emotions drive everything. When you're willing to sit behind them and, and really sit in the dark corner of your room because no one has to live with you more than you, right? And when you're willing to go there and understand where those emotions are coming from and then dial in, get a coach, get a mentor to take you into that true wellness, the true leader that you want to be and be able to offset this false identity that you've been living with. The amount of liberation that happens, Lisa, and the amount that I get to see as a leader myself, I get so much joy to see them actually transcend in this new space and actually be the person they were always meant to be. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, let me ask you this, because it always goes back to, you know, who takes care of the caregiver. So for you being what you are to so many people and you being high vibing and high energy, I mean, I can hear it right in your cadence. So you speak very fast. You probably do a lot of things very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, that's just based on adrenaline and, and just go, go, go. So what do you do to ground yourself when it's completely not work related and it doesn't involve exercise? What keeps you grounded? 
Oh, that's such a great question. You know, since I have healed my brain, I say that is one of my greatest achievements, Lisa, is it is a balance. I have a coach myself, one, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. I believe in coaches for everyone. I've had coaches most of my life for different things in my life. That's first and foremost, keep you dialed in and keep you grounded. Number two, I do a lot, a lot of meditation, prayer, hiking, slow hikes in the woods. The woods is very grounding for a lot of people. I do a lot of things that enhance and optimize more. I, I call my slower side, my feminine side, because that is where my bread and butter is at, not only for my mental health, but helping others. When I do the, the, again, slower activities, the meditation, the prayer, the going out in nature, I optimize my feminine side. I optimize my creative side. I optimize my intuitive side. So I spend quite a bit of time and probably more this year, Lisa, with everything that's happened in 2020. Because I'm an empath, because I'm into it, I create definitely healthy boundaries. And I know the tools that I need to pull into. So I do those type of slower activities. Diet is also a huge thing for me. And for most mental wellness advocacy, I find that people have certain diets they need to follow to create optimal mental health. I pull in diet all the time, very consistently. Third, sleep is huge. Sleep is huge for all of us for healing, but definitely for us right now to heal our brain with all the things we're having come at us. Okay. We're getting more triggers than ever just because of social media. I mean, we have Mm -hmm. more information coming at us. So doing those grounding techniques, meditation, prayer, coach, dialing in my diet, which by the way, is different for everyone that helps manage and optimize your brain and peak performance. But then third, just really understanding that you need to connect with your inner self at all costs, sleep, connect finally with people that love you. You've got to find your tribe. Once you start healing your brain, you'll find you start bringing in the people, places, things that can support you. So it's that masterminding we talk about, Lisa Napoleon Hill talked about it. It's not just about for business. It's really for your health. When you start really reaching out to people that want to support their health, their integrity, their, their future, their legacy in a healthy way, you want to collaborate with them. So I would say first and foremost is do things that are really slow and grounding. I do meditation, prayer. I do a lot of morning rituals for sure. Second, get a coach, get a mentor. I think that's very important, especially right now in the world we're in. It's very unique on how you filter in and filter out the appropriate things. Third, you really need to dial in your diet. I work with people on their diet to create a really great mental wellness on all platforms. And then finally, really masterminding with other people, getting your sleep, but masterminding with other people that resonate with your legacy, your identity, because you need that group. We all need community. We are human beings. We were meant to have community. And that's how we shine for each other and support each other. Brilliant. Absolutely. Just brilliant. And so what else is upcoming on the horizon? Because you're already multidimensional, you're multifaceted, you're you're going full throttle in a million different directions. Uh, but you're also a type personality, you're a visionary, you're innovative, you're always thinking ahead, you're always pushing yourself to optimize your best. So what else is upcoming for the listening audience that they otherwise wouldn't be aware of that they might want to plug into or sign up for or know where to follow you? Oh, absolutely. So I'm always doing a lot of one-on-one high performance coaching for a lot of my business owners and CEOs. I love that. I love that 
that connection, the one-on-one. I've always loved that. Even as a PT, Lisa, I love Mm -hmm. doing that transformation one-on-one. That will always be my core, my core of who I am. I could just feel that no matter how I'm transcending people, where I'm going to next. And I love this, Lisa, is really doing more group leadership coaching for my conscious business leaders, because I find that there's so much power in masterminding. And I have a new course that will be coming in. It's up-leveled, upgraded because of this year. And I've put in new things because I do believe that we're being hit a little bit differently than we were even before this year. So that new upgraded course for my group leadership program, I'm calling it the Sparta Leadership Program that I'm starting kicking off in January. And I'm not only going to be speaking on top topics that I think are hitting leaders right now specifically that's causing them to be stuck, but also bringing huge amount of amazing, brilliant men and women as special guests to give their two cents. And we're going to be talking about money and relationships and leadership and wellness. And I'm really excited about that program. I do find that my leaders, the one-on-one is great, but where I'm transcending is really into a team group leadership program. And I'm also taking it more into the CEO, CEO to their, their staff like the bigger teams, like if they have 50 plus leaders or 50 plus people on their team. So those are my new projects. I'm upgrading more my team leadership of any CEO that wants to get into a team mastermind. It's going to be epic. Again, it's the Sparta leadership program, team leadership, but I'm also doing a lot more CEOs in their bigger companies, 50 plus employees, because I find that again, they're really stuck on where to go. It's not about their systems. They're really struggling in communication and leading in the appropriate way. And I want to see them succeed small and big businesses. So those are the two projects I'm working on probably the most right now for right now, the last quarter into the beginning of the first quarter of 2021, I'm continuing to do a lot of different, um, that I'm really excited about for middle to end of next year that involve both wellness and leadership and also optimizing my, my own podcast where we talk more about wellness and leadership in, in amazing ways. But I'm the most excited probably about my Sparta leadership program that I have coming up here. I am offering Lisa, all of your listeners 50% off that, that DM me and say, Lisa McDonald is epic. <laughs> and we're, we're giving them a 50% discount, which is huge because we have a lot of great people coming in and we have great content coming in for that. That course and I'm really excited about it. Awesome. Well, that's amazing. And thank you for your kindness and generosity with regards to the listeners and the podcast subscribers. That's very, very generous of you. I appreciate that. And so is there at this point, maybe it's too premature, but is there like an opt-in or a sign-up or a subscription? Where can people secure their spot for what's coming up in January? Yep. So we are going to be doing um, our sales page in a week. Lisa, but what they can do is if they go to Jennifer Watson leadership, I'm the most active on LinkedIn or Instagram and they just DM me and say, Lisa McDonald is epic. We will be sending them the sales page within the next week. And that is it. And they will get the 50% off, which is unheard of, but I'm going to be honest, Lisa, I feel it on my heart people are really struggling. I'm talking high performers are really struggling right now. And I really have a heart. I've been doing so much free webinars, free, free, because I really feel this need as a servant of the world to give. And even with programs like this, I'm like, we have to create a significant discount. We need to do that because these leaders are struggling in wellness and identity and so much more impact. And we need them to create this movement forward that we can do in this world. And even now, 2020 has been tough for a lot 
lot of us, but I truly believe we can transcend. So they can DM me on LinkedIn, Jennifer Watson Leadership, or Instagram, Jennifer Watson Leadership. Lisa McDonald is epic in every way. And we will get them the 50%. We will then send them a follow-up email with the sales page in the next week. But I want them to have that discount, Lisa, in every way, because this is going to be a program that is going to be, I get goosebumps from it. The amount of special guest speakers we're going to have on along with new cutting edge techniques and templates to move their mental edge, their identity, their leadership to the next level and their family, their business and more. I mean, I get goosebumps about it. I'm like, it's going to be a masterminding above all math. I think the best course of the year. And I mean that I really mean that. And I'm so excited about it. Oh, you're incredible. You're on fire. I love I the am. energy that's coming through the airwaves. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go for a run. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're infusing me. You're really infusing me. So, I mean, I'm getting a good taste and a good sense of what a client who works with you consistently would be able to receive from you day in, day out. So I just want to say that I'm super impressed by you. Uh, on behalf of everybody that you're connected to, and I'm sure you hear it continuously, you know, you've made such a difference. You've made such an impact. You've taught me how to be successful on my own, even if I'm pulling back in, in some level to what degree I'm consistently working with you, but you've set me up to be successful for life. Um, I, I just want to say, because I don't think, I don't think enough people who are doing enough phenomenal things in this world really understand, uh, because they're too closely immersed to it. They don't understand necessarily the impact that they're making outside of, you know, people filling out surveys or, or the testimonials or the results that they see with their clients. But I just want to say as somebody who's not on the inside of your business, I already know what you're bringing to the collective. And uh, I just want to say job well done. And I celebrate you. I think you're one high, high intention, calibered, well-intentioned, just a beautiful soul. And I think what you're bringing to people is life transforming. And that's the gift that keeps on giving because you're ascending people and you're, you're taking them to levels that they probably couldn't even conceive of as being possible once upon a time. So I just want to give you credit because I don't know if you get enough of it. Uh, I know you don't do it for the, the kudos and the pat on the back. You do it because you're driven to do it. It's purpose driven. You're a servant leader. But I want to say as one entrepreneur woman to another entrepreneur woman, when it can be a very thankless, isolating, you know, gig, I just want to say that I applaud you. Oh, thank you so much, Lisa. And I applaud you. I, I'm honored and humbled every day. The people that God brings into my life to connect, collaborate, and push me to continue to bring my, the best version of myself. And that's what I encourage all your listeners to remember. We're all human. We're all in this journey together. The highs, yes. the lows, the ups, the downs, the hurdles, the behind the, the closed doors, weeping, crying, laughing again. And all of you can be amazing leaders for yourself first, but for the world, however that looks. And it's an honor to give you any type of information to make that happen. An honor to connect with you, Lisa, because I find you just absolutely epic. And that's why the DM is Lisa McDonald is epic. <laughs> You're incredible. I really appreciate that. I'm very deeply humbled by that. But um, I also want to ask you, because I'd be remiss if I didn't, what does living fearlessly mean to you? Because everybody's got their own distinct interpretation, definition, uh, definition or takeaway of that. And yes, you're clearly embodying it. But yeah. if you were to succinctly message that, what does living fearlessly mean to Jennifer Watson? What it means to me is that your fabulous, my fabulous will translate anywhere and everywhere.
And when I get how fabulous I am, when you get how fabulous you are, you will step into every decision in your life, personal, professional, no matter the fear, because you know deep down who you are and how fabulous you are. And I finally got that, Lisa. That's what living fearlessly means to me, is I have learned to step into every decision I make knowing I'm fabulous and I have something to offer the world. And that's what allows me to take fear out of everything I step into and live fearlessly, take that step into every area of my life that my fabulous will translate and listeners yours will too. When you take that step. Beautiful, beautiful. And in terms of, um, you know, goals and aspirations and things of that nature, um, and talking a little bit about what we did today on the show here, Jennifer, which I'm really grateful for because you certainly brought the A game and you gave us a plethora of information. We talked about a lot of very pivotal key core issues, especially as it correlates to 2020 specifically and seeing all the spikes going, uh, the stats and spikes yeah. going through the roof. So let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk a little bit about what you would recommend for somebody to do differently in terms of getting themselves out of the sphere of living in fear, whether it had to do with your domain, your industry of business or not. If, if you could only impart one or two suggestions or nuggets or gems of advice, what would you say to somebody who's feeling immobilized by fear? Where do they start? Yeah, I think that's such a beautiful question because it is an overwhelming time for a lot of people and everybody's afraid of something right now, Lisa. And I will say this, whatever your number one fear is, honor that you have it. Okay. Yes. Sit with it just for a moment because you can't, when you jump into action right away is where the problem lies because you're not really addressing why you're afraid because then you can't give yourself the right action steps for one, no matter what your number one is, you guys, I don't care if it's the virus, money, afraid of losing a job. I don't care what it is. Honor that you have that feeling. Honor it. Honor your negative emotions that are coming with that. Whatever that is, listeners, okay? Number two, we want to take you now from uncertainty because fear is coming from an uncertainty. You're uncertain about the future of something that you're afraid of. We want to now transcend you to something certain, I want you to do one thing today that you know is certain that is 180 degrees opposite of your fear. Let's say it's, I'm afraid I'm going to get the virus, Jennifer. That is a big, big fear of mine. I'm like, okay, honor those emotions. Let's sit with that for a moment. You're human. Okay. What is one thing that you can be certain about today that will optimize your immunity? Mm, Go on a it. walk. Go on a walk, um, eat non-packaged food, go around and stay on the outside perimeter of the store, as I, I call it. I mean, it doesn't have to be organic. <laughs> Just stay on the outside of the perimeter of the store. Don't eat the pizza, the hose. Like one thing that you could do that you would do anyway, potentially in your life. Okay. Mm -hmm. Exercise. If that's it, that's what you find just as something that resonates with you. Food. I, I'm, I love cooking, Jen. I'm going to look at healthier food. Great. Those, both those things, for instance, help optimize immunity. There's huge research on this on 10 minutes of exercise a day, staying away from packaged food every day 
optimizes your immunity. That is a certain thing that you can do. So first you need to honor that you're fearing something. Where do you feel it? How do you feel it? You're human. That's okay. Now remember when you have quote with negative emotions, what do we talk about? We want to get you into an empowered state of being, being to do something about that fear. That's where we want to go from uncertainty, this fear that's keeping you uncertain to one thing you can do that day that is certain that will help you knock out this fear. And that example of the virus is a great example. I do immunity optimization activities with my clients all the time. And when you can do one activity that takes you from a fear, uncertain state to a certain state, watch the momentum happen. People, places, things start coming to you of other things you could do to boost immunity. Then all of a sudden you start having confidence in your health and you're like, flip the bird to the virus. You know, you start building momentum away from that fear. So that's what I would say the number one thing you want to do is honor that you're having it, those negative emotions, knowing that's not an empowered state of being. That's not where the universe wants you. Now let's take you into a certain state of doing one activity. I made the example of the food or going on a walk that helps boost immunity. This is scientifically based based you guys mm -hmm. and then it starts the momentum you guys you just start with one thing don't do 20 on my high performers you want to give me 20 things one thing <laughs> i have to back high performers off freaking all the time and i'm like one thing and then they're like oh my god jen then it all started coming to me it was so easy i'm like ease and flow is where your empowered state can be one thing you guys all my high performers i don't care what it is if it's fear about leadership fear about money fear one thing you can do to put yourself in a certain empowered state that's all it takes i kid you not the more i see momentum happen people places things start coming and like wow Jen that one thing did work I, I thought I was paying you like all this money just for the stupid one lame thing and I'm like <laughs> you do it they will come if you build it feel the dreams they will come do that honor your crap honor the negative emotion honor the freaking fear don't be afraid of fearing which is funny that we're on this show right don't be afraid of fearing yes. now it's what you do with it flip it okay what am i certain about what one empowered thing can i do today to make me certain i've done this myself i've seen my clients do and it is so impactful this is why they supposedly pay me the big bucks People don't, for, they, we forget it's literally that simple. My high performers get so lost in translation that they have to do 20 things with resistance to make crap happen. Like, no, empowered state is where we want to go. Go from that fear uncertain to certain empowered. One thing and watch the magic happen, listeners. Watch the magic happen. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, being cognizant of time, unfortunately, I could talk to you forever. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be coming back on the show uh, later on in the year or new year. And I can't wait for that because then you're going to be full throttle into other things that are going to be of equal value and impact the listening audience and to the podcast subscribers. But in terms of what you shared with myself and the listening audience today and the podcast subscribers, I can't thank you enough. You are just so I mean, honestly, I wish I didn't even have to interview because I just want to sit back and, and listen. I wish somebody else was interviewing you so I could take this all in. Um, but yeah, you're phenomenal. You brought the A game today and I can't thank you enough. And very quickly before we wrap up here, where again can people reach you, Jennifer? Yes, absolutely. The best place to reach me is Jennifer Watson Leadership on Instagram or LinkedIn, I answer my own DMs. And if you guys want that deal, trust me, we will respond and make sure we honor with integrity where we can take you. But I love hearing from all of you. Even if you have just additional questions on what we talked about today, I just want to be here to support you and be the best servant I can be for all of you to create your epic life. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. I can't thank you enough. And to the listening audience, I want to thank you as well for the gift of your time for tuning in to myself and my phenomenal guest of today on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald, Jennifer Watson. I really highly encourage you to connect with her. She's got the results. Uh, she's made the difference in the impact in other people's lives. There's no reason for you to shortchange yourself when you can get on track with having all that abundance in your life as well. Uh, very clear, very exceptionally clear on my purpose. My purpose is to uplift you to fear less and to live more. So until next Friday, when we're joined by yet another phenomenal guest, I wish you a phenomenal weekend. Please stay safe, stay uplifted and be fearless. Take care, love and gratitude. And to you as well, Jennifer, all my best. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio thanking you once again for taking time out of your hectic schedules to tune in to another fantastic weekly episode of Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. Another shout out of wholehearted gratitude to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald's corporate sponsors, Helton Honda, Forever, and Aha That. Your reviews, clicks, shares, downloads, feedback, and testimonials are always appreciated. Lisa's purpose and mission is to uplift you to fearless and to live more. To appear as a prospective guest on Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald or to connect with Lisa regarding her suite of products and services, you can reach Lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And until next week, our fearless friends, this is Al Cole from CBS Radio telling you to be your own hero. Be your own hero, be your own leader, and be your own best friend. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>